I have slammed my pussy in a car door. Welcome to Hardly Know Her. My name is Professor Turtle Pig. I am joined by Slurp Turp and Celestia. How are you two doing? Thumbs up. Perfect. Excellent. Um, we have not done one of these kinds of episodes in a while now. So uh, this was actually uh, pretty cool. Uh, I really enjoy this movie. Um, not because the characters, but because I like the way the movie is done. I like the story. I like the message. I hate the characters, but I think that's what is kind of intended for the it's movie for the beautifully most part. beautifully done. So, yeah. So if you couldn't tell by the title of this episode, uh, we watched 500 Days of Summer, which I feel like a lot of like hopeless romantics incorrectly interpret the meaning and everything of the movie. Uh, there's a lot of people that kind of really, really romanticize the main character played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, mm. I feel like there's a healthy amount of people that romanticize um, Zoe Deschanel's character who is less of an issue, but still has issues um in it as well and uh yeah it's just all around uh a, a great illustration of a bad a, a not good relationship that somebody is interpreting as a good relationship for sure and i think like the main thing that you need to like realize that, like the beginning of this movie is that the narrator even says this is not a love this story is not a love story but like so many people have interpreted, interpreted it, it interpret two two sounds at the end. There you go. As a love story, even though at the very beginning, the narrator very specifically says like this is not a love story, but it like is definitely like fantasized and like romanticized as a love story, regardless of what the narrator says at the very beginning yep yep absolutely so uh slurp you showed us that you had like three pages of notes so uh i guess like you're, you're excuse just me like broad your broad thoughts about it what do you uh where what were your thoughts on the movie in general well first of all you better pump that number up a little bit i have six pages of notes bitch <laughs> all right six pages whatever good, I, good. I think i your shirt too your shirt's thank you I do have a cute shirt today. Uh, I feel like I've put more uh, work writing about this movie than the writers of the movie did. <laughs> oh, All right. Goodness. Uh, Slurpee's going to say uh, Slurpee did not care for this uh, film. Okay. Given the uh, choice of watching this or uh, director Mark Webb's Amazing Spider-Man 2, I would mm -hmm. sooner rewatch Amazing Spider-Man 2. You know what? Is that the I... one with Electro and shit? I didn't even see that one. I heard it was bad, though. It was. It was bad. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Arguably the worst Spiderman uh, uh, film outing. Gotcha. Sure okay. About whatever to agree to disagree, whatever. I feel like 500 Days of Summer is not a movie that I watch to enjoy. Like, I don't know. I feel like I don't just like go like, oh, let's just watch 500 Days of Summer. Like, I don't like if I'm going to watch a movie with my friends, I'm not like, let's watch 500 Days of Summer. No, people with the friends know better than to watch this movie. They know better. We we know better. But like, it, I'm so, not. So you, not so you didn't find movie. anything redeeming. You didn't you didn't enjoy this whatsoever. You, you no, didn't enjoy I'm not saying. No, I'm not saying I didn't. Oh, I was talking to Slurp. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Oh, Never. yeah, I'm going to be the villain of this episode. If you like this movie, I apologize in advance. 
It's a weird sense oh, to have. I, I did not care for it. Sure. Gotcha. No, I understand. I I like this movie, but I don't like, like, I, there's a lot not to like, but I believe that's intentional, I I, I think is the thing. Oh, I and get so, that. There were yeah, definitely, yeah. they did a great job doing some uh, things uh, casting-wise and writing-wise to make you not like any of the main characters. If right. that was the point, they did a great job. Which I think I I truly believe that was the point. I do, I do believe that is. The I point. think that is a wild stance to take if you're making movies. Like, how about we make nobody likable in this movie? Okay, but, well, like, but okay, like, go ahead. Sorry. Like my main thing was like, no, I did not like Joseph Go. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Yeah, Joseph Go. Like I I hate his character, and yeah. you're not supposed to like his character. He's a bad character. The movie itself, though, is fucking beautiful. And, like, even the way that they portray, like, I think one of the scenes that I really enjoyed the most uh, when we were watching it, because, like, Turtle and I watched it together, was, like, the scene where they put the, uh, like, reality versus expectation next to each other. And that was kind of, like, one of, like, I think one of the main themes the entire movie was, like... Mm -hmm what he expected and like he was like if i put love in i'll get love out all right i actually wrote down uh that um i have a note regarding that uh sequence specifically the expectations versus reality mm -hmm. i think that was one of the two uh, sequences i actually enjoyed of this film i thought that was like an interesting like a uh, bit of cinematography and filmmaking with shooting it by by side by side mm -hmm. i thought that was actually well done and i thought that was. was one of the few interesting parts i of this thought movie. it was great i thought it was well great. i think because that's i think that's like clearly telling the point of the movie and i think that's why you liked it it's is the because one point like where they clearly explain where they're they're yeah they're they're saying mm -hmm. hey don't like this guy because he's expecting something wrong and also she's doing something wrong in this scene as well right so like they're they're clearly showing that both people are in the wrong one so one more so than the other but they're clearly but showing both people as bad wrong too right the whole wrong i mean that. the whole i would say the whole point of this movie it, it, it revolves around two people that have zero communication skills it's not even that they have zero communication skills like because she does communicate summer does communicate to him like i don't want it to be real i don't want it to have a label i don't want this i don't want that like she says multiple times she doesn't want a label on it and like she could have communicated things a little bit better i think in the only instance where she could have communicated communicated things better was with like the engagement party well that was a clear fuck up like that was that was bad like, like that was a that was a bad situation for sure for that was a horrible situation you don't invite the person who told you couldn't have a relationship with anybody with to invite them to your engagement party like yeah also probably telling him and without telling him like oh hey just come to like the rooftop party after this wedding where we dance together and like she definitely like a couple of times leads him to like directions where it couldn't be like relationship style but she does tell him she does tell him multiple times like it's not like a label or a relationship that she like wants, but yeah, the main, the main fuck up, the main fuck up I think she has is inviting him to 
her engagement party without saying like I'm engaged. Well, here, here. All right. I agree. She does verbally communicate a lot. Very often she doesn't want to think serious, but she will like, uh, there's okay. So like she communicates that in the karaoke bar. And then the next time she sees it makes out with the copy room. Mm-hmm. They right. get into a fight, like, I don't want anything serious. And then she shows up at her doorstep in the rain. Like, I know she's communicating, but for him, being the dummy he is, he's going to read those as more than they are. And, and he we does. can't blame her for what he, for, 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 for his, like, the way that he interprets things. And then also, like, you can have, like, a lot of these actions where I feel like people would say, like, you're kind of leading him on or, you know, whatever. Like, you can be affectionate without wanting you know, like a serious kind Thank of engagement you. sort of situation, Thank right? You. And that so, was like, my main thing the entire time was like, you can have these intimate moments without being intimate with someone. And like, his main thing was like those seven words of like, I've never told this to anybody. You can have that without fucking somebody. But he took that as, well, this is my soulmate because she would not share this with anybody else. And she shared it with me. So we're meant to be together, you know? Now I'm having a hard like, time remembering the the timeline. Did they not fuck like immediately after that talk conversation? Was it that conversation? They fuck and then it's Hall and Oates right after. Is that timeline wise? Mm, I don't. I'm saying I here feel now. Like it's later after that. I don't Facebook. remember. I can't. I didn't write down a timeline in my notes. I just wrote sure. down thoughts as I was having them. Uh, I want to say here now to preface that the entire rest of the episode, I don't think either of these people are smart uh, emotionally and, uh, with each other. No, yeah, absolutely. they have a lot of communication issues. It just, I, I definitely think that anybody that romanticizes Joseph, what's his fuck's name? Gordon Levitt. Yep. Thank you. Anybody that romanticizes him, like he is the definition of... Like incel at the very beginning, like in one of like the early bits of him learning. Yeah, he hung out on 4chan a bit. No, absolutely. Like, like really quick though, like at the beginning interactions, like they're in. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're shaking your head. They're in the uh, the elevator, and he's like, "Hey, how was your weekend?" And she was like, "Oh, it was good." And so then he goes and talks to his coworkers and she, and he goes, well, she said it was good. So she fucked people and she's a slut and I don't want to be with a slut. Like there are multiple, there are multiple points in where like Joseph's character or whatever, like decides like, okay, cool. So she's had sex with other people. She's a slut. I don't want her like there, there are two times in my mind that I can think of that he specifically is just like, nope, she's a whore. I don't want to fuck with it. She's not worth my time because she's a slut. Yep. And it's yeah, so no, fucked absolutely. up because it's like, just because he is not fucking doesn't mean that she's a slut. And he definitely takes it into his own hands to be like, oh, well, she said good. So that means she fucked. There's no... There's no confirmation of anything. There's no her saying she fucked. He just assumes. 
Sure. Well, it's like those sound chambers sex. that we've talked about before uh-huh. on like our incel episodes, right? Where they come yeah. up with this like weird idea and everyone just kind of like rabbits it and, uh, and just, just repeats it right. over. And so like he has his two friends who are inexperienced with relationships as well. One of them has just been in one for a very long time. One of them has never been in one. And Wait, so it's like, was that mm-hmm. made clear? It was. It was made very, oh, very clear I missed that, that both of his friends. No, it was made very, very clear that both of his friends are not like versed in relationships because the one of them has been in the same relationship with a girl since, since they were school. like seventh grade or yeah. whatever. And the other one has never held a long-term relationship. Like Mackenzie is awful. Mackenzie is also transphobic and homophobic multiple times. There was a lot of that in like, this movie. I yes, made note for of. Sure. There was there was a there was like specifically one time where um, Summer, uh, mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel's character, was saying like, "I don't want to be owned." Like, I yeah, don't it's not the karaoke want... bar. I remember that part. Yeah, I, I, made like, a, I that's, don't. That's in here. <laughs> and she's like, "I don't want like anybody claiming me." And he was like, "Oh, so you're a man." Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're a les- like, no, or, or you're, you're a, a lesbian. lesbian. Those a are lesbian the two options. Came, a lesbian came before that, but like the main point was just like so you can't you can't accept a woman not wanting to be in a relationship unless she's a man because that's where the dominance in that like was really shit. Yeah, there yeah. was and, like, a lot of that the, gender normative a stuff, of, a like, lot of gender norm stuff and like yeah, I mean, at the very beginning of the that. movie, at the very beginning of the movie, it said there are two kinds of people, uh-huh. men and women. And it's like, oh, no, that's not sure. true either. Like, at all. It's not just like, oh, yes, the two kinds of people. <sighs> really make it a strong stance in this movie, 500 Days like, of Summer. Yeah, no, that's not it. That's not it. There are so many... Things in between and outside, so many genders in between and outside of man and woman. But even within but like just like the men and women, I, I, right. But even within like the relationship between men and women, I think that there is a lot of uh, ways that like pretty much every male character was 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 annoying. In a bad light. Oh, yeah, was that too sure. painted in a bad light? You know, well, like well, for good reason. I'm not saying like er- like erroneously painted in a bad light. I no. mean, like they were they were bad. Right? I, I mean, disagree. Like, Clark Wait, no, Craig like, was nice. The Which one was that? The boss? Yeah. Ish. The boss wanted to utilize his heartbreak in order to make more sales. So he's not yeah, really an emotional bastard. Good. He's a capitalist pig. So like it's different. I was jotting it was so I was jotting down that it was weird that Clark Gregg got the one fuck of the movie. So I might I missed that part. So the thing with his character is that he was talking to Joseph Gordon-Levin and was like, oh, how are you doing? Are you doing okay? It seems like your performance has been bad. Yeah, this could do better. Like he was being very, very appreciative and whatnot. And then he was just like redirecting him towards sympathy and whatnot. So he's like, hey, you have all this negative stuff. Let's 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 see if we can make more money off of uh, putting you into grievances and putting you into people that, uh, you know, like uh, yeah. cards that you send to people that are dead and, you know, like, or, like at the shit like that. It, so like, yeah, to read it. turtle saying is like at the beginning yes it seems like he's being very like understanding it seems like he's being very genuine it seems like he's being understanding but like he very very quickly switches that to how can we monetize on your sorrow how can we monetize on your depression how can we monetize on what you're going through because you can't write what you're doing right now you know what i'm a devil's advocate he could have been an asshole, just fired his ass right there. He at least tried he to keep him There's degrees and of honestly, shitty. We're not have. saying that like he's the absolute shittiest. I'm not shittiest, saying it was the right you know? 
thing. And honestly, he should have been fired way before that. Like he was not performing to like what he should have. And like Joseph Gordon, what's his fuck? Just like we'll get it. We'll get it eventually. Eventually, at some point, just decided like this is my soulmate. I will be with this person. And when it did not work in his way, he took it out on his work. He took it out on his friends. He took it out on his family. When this person said like, hey, this is not what we're doing after telling him multiple times that they were not going to be anything. I don't care what she did, what she said, what happened. Even the girl, like his sister, his sister, I think is like, are we going to talk about that? Yeah. I'm going to bring it up real quick. His sister is the only person in the entire movie who has like a head on our shoulders. She tells him like, Hey, you need to say something because if you don't say something, you're not going to know. And if it's what you don't want to hear, you need to know it now. And if it is what you want to hear, that's awesome. She's the only person the entire time who ever has any sort of like good idea on Which I hated. what to do. That made me so mad. I hate the trope of the child is the only wise person. Other than that, there was their redheaded girl. Oh, yeah. I have that jotted down. Sure. And the redheaded girl who went on a date with Joe Blah Blah face. Mm-hmm. Like... The character's name is Tom. Would you like to just call him Tom? Tom. Ooh, Tom. Yeah, Tom works. Uh, sorry, I forgot his name was Tom. He's just gross. I don't like him. Um, but the redheaded girl definitely like called him out a couple of times. Yeah, she got dealt dirty in this movie. Character, was, character who we just know bad. as redhead girl. She mm-hmm. was done bad. She was done bad by this. Like she was like <laughs> really trying to help him. And like she tried to have conversations with him. She tried to take him to places that like she thought that like he would do better at. And like she finally took him to like the karaoke bar. And then he fucking had a whole bullshit that she just had to deal with. And then he made her feel bad for leaving. I don't yeah. remember that bit. Why wouldn't she, why wouldn't she leave after he was quite literally singing a song about somebody else and awfully and drunkenly like yeah she it was, was good of he, her to leave he said summer has come on the karaoke right. stage yeah yeah and her name was autumn or no wait that was the last girl that was the last girl not the first person not the, the first, last not the redhead not the redhead but still. She was spring. Ooh, I hated that too. She was probably spring. She was probably spring. So, yeah, I mean, about the about the little sister being the wise one. There's like two characters that are that 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 gave. I, I feel like like they they had lines that kind of summed up the entire movie, um, or at least the main messages of the movie. And she was one of them. And his friend that had uh, a long term relationship was the other one. Um, the who who is not a good character but he you know does have occasional nuggets of wisdom um but the uh the sister said you know just because she's into the same whack job shit that you're into doesn't make her your soulmate which is absolutely accurate um that resounds so fully because people just assume like oh we like the same things we're meant to be together we like this weird stuff and that's not 
it. That's not it. I feel like that's a that's also a huge trope of like movies of this like ilk and error specifically. It's sure, like absolutely. Oh, I, I think this shares a scene with Garden State where they like walk into an elevator and they have like something on their headphones like, Oh, this this band you like, I like them too. Sure. And the guy's like, they, they you like this band this. that it's I like? No, we should whole, be soulmates. No one else manic, likes this band. It's the whole Manic Pixie Dream Girl. It's the this whole Manic Pixie Dream movie, Girl. For sure. Right. Yeah. And like this started that like along with like um, Scott this Pilgrim. This and Scott Pilgrim. And, yeah, absolutely. And some yeah. other things like this definitely was a part of like the Manic Pixie Dream Girl like trope that people decided yeah. on. If I'm um, not mistaken was was uh scott pilgrim i felt like that might have been a commentary on that trope but i could be well no 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 scott pilgrim started as a video game like a comic. long time it was a comic and then a video game like way yep. before okay. any of like 500 days of summer like scott the... pilgrim is a lot older than this for sure i knew that it was a comic but i didn't read it uh i the movie felt like it's it was co commenting on that trope but i maybe the comic was well, genuine it in is, that sense i like, don't know again like anybody who actually looks at scott pilgrim versus the world realizes that scott pilgrim is not the good guy no he's kind of an like, asshole and anybody who plays the game watches the movies or goes through it who really pays attention realizes that scott pilgrim is not the person to emulate the person to model yourself after because he's not a good person i argue against that i agree that he's not a good person but i i do believe that like he like they at least try and give him an arc as opposed but, but he, to but you shouldn't emulate yourself after him is my to main start point. at a bad point and become a better person no, no, it's not even about that. It's it's the whole point of Scott Pilgrim versus the world is that he is just kind of like not great, not bad, but not awesome. And he's not to be emulated because he's not perfect. And that's well, I don't think you have to be perfect for people to want to emulate you. But I think that's the whole point of Scott Pilgrim is that he's not to be emulated and nobody is to be emulated in that because there are so many perfect tropes of like, oh, this is like how veganism is done. This is how protecting a girl is done. This is how whatever, like none of them are perfect. Like Scott Pilgrim has his issues. He's not perfect. Right. He has Correct. his shit. The exes have their shit. And like, it, I don't know. That's just Ramona okay. Knives. I just don't Other think characters. any of them are supposed to be emulated. Like, I don't think any of them are supposed to be seen as, like, something that, like, you should push toward because they all have their own issues. Like, and anybody who thinks that, like, nobody within Scott Pilgrim had an issue. Oh, well, sure. I mean, is, I, I like, would agree with that. The, right? the band's guitarist all... with the fun shirt. He's cool. Right. Right. All right. I'm saying Good. is like nobody should be emulated from that show and nobody should be taking like their whole persona and like taking that upon themselves well, because no. of them were like they had their issues yeah we don't they need to go problematic necessarily no, i'm not going into it i'm not going into it. i'm just saying like they were problematic and nobody should be emulating themselves off of these caricatures of sure what exists. 
I would, I, I, I just, I would be wary about putting like Scott and Tom in the same category. As far as like flawed, I mean like like a big category of like flawed characters, sure. But like Tom, I feel like is flawed and is in a perpetual cycle of being flawed. Well, they're like, bad I don't to think... different degrees. They're definitely yeah, bad for to sure. degrees. And one of them is like Tom is definitely like worse. Yes, I agree in, with that. In all of this. Sure. And like, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with that. Yeah, He's yeah, definitely yeah. worse in all of this. But like, I'm not saying you should downplay. All I'm saying is you shouldn't downplay something else because it's not necessarily as bad. Sure. I guess my, I guess my main point is like, Sure, something can maybe not be as bad. Something can not be as dramatic or harmful or whatever. But like, those are the things that you absolutely need to look out for because those are what leads to the bad. Those are what leads yeah. to the awful. No, I, I, so I agree. Like, all I'm saying is don't downplay like the minimal things. Sure. Well, and you also shouldn't like, eh, like in, no, in the same breath, you, you also were, shouldn't categorize right. the same as the same thing either, which is no, what I was trying sure. to say. So, no, yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. All I'm saying is like, just be careful. Sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that was one of the two phrases that I thought that summed up the movie really well. And then the other one um, was from his friend who has a lot of like, like you know, outdated ideas on how dating and women work, and and you know, like he he has his own wants and needs of like a different relationship or like a, an imagined woman inside of his head when he was asked about like Is who his ideal McKenzie? woman is was. Uh, I don't remember the. They name, gave the friends names. Yeah. I don't remember the I don't know. other. I, okay, so one of them was like the Scooby Doo looking bitch. I don't remember what his name is. He's the, from, like, the Scooby Doo looking one. Or, like, the Scooby Doo looking one. What? Yes. Okay. So None of them look like a dog to me. Good. Awesome. The one that looked like Shaggy. Oh! Shaggy. Not like a dog. Like Shaggy. Those are two very one. different characters. And then Mackenzie had like the dark curly hair. Right. So Shaggy. His name was, though. The so Shaggy guy. Yeah, so we'll call him Shaggy. So, um, so Shaggy, yeah. who had been in a relationship and whatnot, um, but he said, you know, because he, he started describing his like, you know, like, you know, if what do you think your ideal woman would be? And he was like, big, big tits or big bazongas, or he said, he said something big silly bazongas, like that. Yeah, but, but then like, he said, oh, a thing that has been said woman, in the last forty years sure, in real life. That's not real. But he said, yeah, but he said that's not real, and like my wife is better than that dream girl because my wife is real and like that's important because like tom's imagining of what and who summer is is not who summer is like he has this like idea of her and he has this idea of their relationship that is not rooted in reality you know like as far as like because looking back with rose tinted glasses it's completely like he is he is subject to that 100 percent. oh for so. sure he just like decides that she is his soulmate and like mm -hmm. even his sister as we hate to like imagine but like whatever his sister is like you need to look back at your relationship without the bullshit <laughs> like yeah look back and realize like there was awful things that happened too like it wasn't all good right uh, i know yeah. i like how i can relate to this character because my wisest friend is an 11 year old that's who I go to for dating advice is uh, my child oh, sibling. 
yeah mm. of course we all relate to our child siblings for <laughs> yeah so i'm glad my parents had a, a kid 20 years after i was born so i i, mean, I could get some dating did. advice i mean mine did so like i have so you get great advice. dating advice then i can get great dating advice for my 15 year old who i'm pretty sure is asexual like you, you could roll up to their soccer practice like hey hey i know uh could they so get subbed out real quick i have to ask about where i should take my uh, partner never, on a date no but i, I think... would never i would never put my dating pressures on my 16 year old sibling like that's I think... fucked up i think there's a point though i wouldn't that. do it to my 30 year old sibling as far as comparing it to like, like there's a lot of instances of this movie where it's like, it's not rooted in like realism, right? I mean, like, there's a part where people break out in like, in like song and dance. I mean, like, oh, you know, we, sure. we even do the expectation versus reality. Oh, like there's, sure. there's easily way. the best se uh, sequence of the movie was uh, Hall and Oates. Right. So, mm -hmm. but the wait, can is... I say something about that scene real quick? Go ahead. Sure. All right. I am utterly shocked that they spent however much money to uh, license the uh, Harrison Ford as Han Solo in the reflection of the... Oh, I know. Getting Harrison Ford as Han Solo in the reflection, I was like, holy shit. I mean, it's Harrison didn't show up. I, they just no, used I know he didn't footage. show up, but like, <laughs> he's in the footage. I was like, damn. Like, they, they spent really, that like, money. They pulled the stops in. I think I think a good like 10% of the budget was on that like, ten, uh, not, like, like three if, if, if second joke of that that did not land for me i was like this is a weird choice it it was a it was definitely an interesting choice and i feel like they could have probably spent time just not elsewhere. yeah i agree they could have spent it elsewhere it was fun later haha like, sure yeah it was but like it fun. was like uh you yeah you could have spent that elsewhere to make this, yeah here's an example you know? later but in the like, movie but like I also don't know where they could have spent it because like they had. So oh, I have an fun. example right like, now. Okay, go. I'm ready. Uh, when he's at his, he's at the rock bottom, and he's at the gas station buying a bottle of whiskey. It says blackjack, and it's clearly supposed to be Jack Daniels. Just get rid of spend the, the dumb joke on the so Han you think Solo. Spend the money towards the Jack Daniels. Yeah, it really, it really took Han me out Solo. of the world. Took me out of the world when it said blackjack whiskey with clearly parodying Jack Daniels. You know what? I didn't see that, but I can see where you're coming from. It's like, why would you? No, I can totally see where you're coming from. Like, why would you spend the money towards like the... Harrison Ford? If it was in the background, like... I wouldn't be upset. Truly, right. he slaps the bottle down. The right. bottle of whiskey gets a medium close up. But like Harrison Ford and being like, Han Solo doesn't make the movie any more than what it is. Right? Yeah, it just kind of honestly kind of took me out of it. It did. It was like like when I saw it, I was like, oh, haha. And That's Blackjack Whiskey spent as much like, time on screen as Han did. Right, exactly. So it's like, why not spend that money towards that? Okay, I could see that. I could see that for sure. But so, otherwise, the segment with the Hollow Note song... That's that was, is one of my favorite parts of the movie. It was kitschy. It was kitschy and it was good. And there was like a couple of things that were done artistically with the movie that I really, really appreciated. I was actually having fun for that forty-five seconds. Yeah, the musical so, part was fun. It's great. So I got hollow notes. 
so this. The reason why I brought all of that up and like reality and whatnot and how this movie doesn't exist within that is that like I, I know you're talking about like the trope of the of of the little sister, you know, being ridiculous and everything. I do but hate like this also shit. it's it, it's an illustration of how immature everyone else in the movie is by by just the inclusion of that. So I get it, the juxtaposition. Also, I get it. It's not even like just it. that, but it's also just like reminding you that like kids know more than like we give them credit for. Like kids aren't fucking stupid. And that's like the thing is like we all like to pretend that like kids don't know anything or they have no idea what's going on with adult relationships or whatever. And like I feel like Claire Martinez's character and like this kid specifically, Chloe, maybe I got her last time wrong. I don't know. Chloe, whatever. Yeah. I feel like this kid like definitely like puts into perspective how like kids do understand a lot more than you give them like the credit or understanding for it because she's just like, hey, you need to tell him exactly Chloe Grace Mortez, not Martinez. Moretz. Thank you. Yeah. Moretz. Yeah. Moretz. Thank you. Um, but she definitely like brings it to more than just like feeling or whatever. And she is like, hey, if you have these feelings, if you want more, you need to say, hey, I want more. Otherwise, you know that she just wants to be friends. And like Chloe's character definitely like consistently is saying the right things and like sure we all want to be like oh the trope of the kid and blah 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 but like also kids understand a lot more about like relationships and like what's going on and I feel like this did a really good job at portraying that well I think it's also like a simplicity thing right because a lot of these things Mm -hmm. I mean like if you think about it even with uh like she had a good time which means she fucked around and she had a lot of sex so it was putting dick in her vagina like like there's all this like weird like 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 they really think they're doing like 5d chess with like what's happening right because like they're like really reading into it they think they're fucking sherlock they're like oh she had a smudge on her jacket so that means that this and that means that that but like simplistically what are these guys the sherlock holmes of slut shaming they think think that they are they they absolutely think think they are they call they call they call summer a slut like at least twice that i can recall before uh tom before they even meeting her before they start talking yeah before they even start meeting and then after that she gets called a slut too and so like you know about like a child like even if a child doesn't like really understand much like even if you're just looking at things at like the face value that's all you need to understand that what tom and summer are doing like that 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 their relationship is fucked because summer says blink and Tom see, Summer says X and Tom thinks that she's saying Y. And that's just obviously not what's happening. And right. Kid so sees X. And yeah, kid, kid sees like, X. Kid sees it exactly as it hey. is because that's all that it needs to be. Is it just <laughs> it like, just needs to be simple. She says this, <laughs> and just take it at that. And if that's exactly. not cool, fuck so off. This guy can't just have an emotionally intelligent friend. He has to like divert to a no, because uh, no, it's stupid. Because it's Write him, write him a smart friend. That's like, but, hey, but, but no, buddy, but like that, can I pull you Also, aside? illustrates like, his like his place, right? Because like, ideal. Exactly. Like, if 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 he had an emotionally stable friend that like like really was good and like brought him into things, I th- don't think he would be as shitty as he is. 
Alright, I just don't like that a child's being brought to like, hey, no, my, my girlfriend's Let mad me. at me, or whatever, no, and the kid has to be like, like, well, you're being an idiot. I understand, I understand. My, I'm just saying, like, I understand like, why... Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, he didn't have the right support system. He yeah, his friends are fucking and, like, idiots. This is, this is kind of like what takes me back to, like, the incel episode and back to, like, everything else is, like... His whole support system was telling him that she was a slut. She was awful because she didn't want him. He deserved him and he didn't get him that she was the worst. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's dumb. He didn't have the support system to tell him like, hey, she doesn't like you. She doesn't want to be with you. You want a soulmate and she wants. She's not going to be that. She's not She's gonna, not be, gonna that. be that. And the only person to even say that was the kid. Yeah. The only person to say that was the kid. I'm like, sure, that sucks. I gotta tell but you this. It's like it's like the reality, the reality of everything is like he did not have the support system that he needed. And this is where incel ideals come through. This is where like the oh, well, I'm better than women and they're all sluts, and I deserve to get laid if I give a girl money or if I buy her tickets to like this thing I deserve to get laid like this is where all of that starts and like this guy was definitely seen as someone to be like emulated or someone to be like put on a pedestal by some people like within certain communities this guy Tom is seen as like a a perfect ideal of what you should do like some people really think that Tom is like the the good guy in all of this mm-hmm. and joseph gordon levitt is like no no what no you're not supposed to like this character like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah even the actor is like no oh success then because i didn't mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely you're not supposed to like this character at all i mean he's clearly an asshole and he doesn't even learn his ma- his lesson because he's uh, ready to do the same fucking thing with autumn at the end of the movie right? he really so. is and he never learns his lesson and like at the end That's... i'm just like fucking shit dude like <laughs> that is a big complaint i had about this film in general is there was never anything illustrating that this character learned his lesson no well, I, well he's not going to i mean and, and, I mean, and that that's and what that's it is a, right that's what it is is because he just he has this false ideal of i deserve a woman and oh, if I put X, Y, and Z out into the world, I'm going to get my soulmate. I was going to criticize. And that's the whole premise of the, the thing is if I'm this person, I will get my soulmate. If I do X, Y, Z, I will receive a person that gives me what I need. And even when it wasn't a girl that could give him what he needed. And like she told him multiple times that it was different and that it was whatever. Like he still chose to be like, no, this is my soulmate. In Tom's defense in this stance, if my friends were as fucking dumb as his, I'd be like, give me any give me anyone else I can hang out with. These motherfuckers aren't giving me shit. I but gotta have somebody. To. His friends thing, were not right? okay, he's also shitty, so like it's, it's hard to bring in good people when you're shitty. Fault. That was the it's point his... of that was, that was the point of my joke. Like, yeah, oh, okay, it's yeah, his, yeah. yeah. It's Honestly, way. you should probably just all you, you it's it's possible to have good friends and healthy relationships. It's doable. Yeah, wild. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Guys, guys, I know this is a hot take. I don't know if you've heard this. You guys, listeners out there, this is yeah. a thing you can do. This is a thing everyone can do is yeah. have healthy friendships mm-hmm. and 
with not this dumb of people and healthy relationships uh, romantically. Also, if all of your friends hate your partner, it's probably not what you think it is and your partner might just be shitty. (laughs) Like, I'm just throwing that out there because like nine times out of ten, if all of your friends are shitting on your partner and you're like, no, they're good. Maybe take a second look. Sure. There is a very, very small chance that you just have all shitty friends like Tom. But there's a larger chance. chance, There's a larger chance that everyone else just doesn't have pussy vision like you have. And so they're able to see more than you can see. Like pussy, like horse blinders, but it's vagina. Exactly. Oh, you just you should have went with blinders. Then no, I I like pussy vision better. That's that's good. Mm. Blinders, blinders, but you stretch the labia around the sides of your head to. No, I get it. I think blinders really does a better job illustrating your point, though. Pussy blinders. Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, that makes way more sense. All right, perfect. Pussy blinders. Just listen to your friends. It just does a better job illustrating. Yeah, I get what you say when you say pussy blinders. If you got your pussy blinders on, just listen to your friends because, like, you can't be blinded by the pussy. It's, it's, yeah, it happens. It happens. But, like, if all of your friends don't like your partner, it might not be that they're jealous. It might be because they're just not a good person. What do you do if all your partners don't like your friend? If oh, all if all of your, your partners, partners don't like one of your friends, like yeah. one of your friends, maybe get rid of the friends. If all of your partners don't like one of your friends, just saying. But if your friends don't like one of your partners, then you should double check the partner because all of your friends don't like the partner for a reason. I feel like you had that backwards, so I just wanted to like. No, I said it the way I wanted. Okay. I just want to get consensus on like multiple versions of these scenarios. Sure, sure. I just wanted to talk about Pussy Blinders, so. Is this the spinoff to Peaky Blinders? I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a, it's a show. show, I think. Oh, okay. Is it good? I've never seen it. Oh, okay. Oh, it's What's Pinky it Blinders. Is it about Pussy? Or no, I've, about? I, I haven't seen it. I've heard of the title. Okay. And I made the joke based on that alone. Gotcha. So please don't ask me to elaborate, to speak on, nothing like that. I got nothing for you. I oh. knew the title. I sent you a picture of vaginas that I drew earlier today. It's in the chat there. So yeah, I see it in the, the chat. chat. Um, yeah. Do you want me does to open it, it now? Does it does it help with the pussy blinders metaphor that I made? I, I mean, I haven't opened it, so should I open oh, it t- now? Well, yeah, yeah, take a look at it. Take a look. Tell me. Tell me. It's, it's, uh, it's oh, okay, green check mark, and I just... Yeah, that means you download it, or it's ready. It's it's cleared. I'm getting a rainbow wheel. Uh, okay, yeah, let it do its thing. It. Yeah, let the yeah, pussy I'm load. Not, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta digitize the pussy. Uh, it stopped. Oh, okay, here, here. it's 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 thinking about it. Okay, this is super right. entertaining. I'm glad we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I think the listeners <laughs> are really gonna appreciate that we're spending time on this. Yeah. I'm not the one that sent uh, visual aids during this. Well, all right. Okay. Well, fucking shit. Let's keep going then. It's being difficult about loading. No Uh, worries. Let's keep going. 
Let me just turn to a random page in my notes. Oh, did you guys catch this? A lot of blue. A lot of what? Blue. A lot the of color blue. The color, the colors and colors in general were used. You should of, of the yeah. color blue. I felt was to represent summer. Yeah, well, I, I feel like that checks out, right? I mean, because summer is generally associated with like, like beach and ocean and blue skies and blue whatnot. Skies, so I, I yeah, assume, yeah. Uh, throughout, like throughout the movie, her apartment was had that a mm -hmm. lovely blue wallpaper. The uh, the dance segment with uh, Hall and Oates, uh, make my yep. dreams come true. Everyone was wearing blue. She was, I think, only wearing blue throughout the entire movie. Yeah, well, color theory is a. I, I think this movie did a really good job with that. I mean, because like color yeah. theory is a really cool thing. So it's um, it's one of the few things I thought the film did a good job of, like in terms of cin cinematography, was uh, using the color blue. Mm -hmm. What was the thing you just said about color theory? I said color theory. Well, oh, the um, using it, yeah, using it yeah. to do like the uh, and having her represented by the color blue. I thought that was actually an interesting bit of sure. filmmaking. And a lot of it, I think, also had to do with like um, specifically like Tom's mental image of of summer, you know, so like and, and like it's just this this imagining because like realistically, I don't believe that there was that much blue in his life or in her life at around that point. But this is all in the recollection recollection and in the in, in, in the thoughts of Tom looking back on these things. Right. Because um, I feel like the only time that they show us expectation versus reality is in that one scene where they side by side it. And I think the rest of it were supposed to be, it's, it's, it's somewhat painted within Tom's lens. It's kind of like a fill in the blank and it is definitely in like his own lens and like how he perceives it. So you have to kind of just like input your own bullshit onto what's actually happening yeah what i like agree i think if this movie did a better job doing examples of this being a uh, um unreliable narrator mm -hmm. through tom's lens i mm -hmm. think it would have been more successful if it really conveyed the those tones a little bit better because i think they were kind of hinting towards that especially with like uh, the blue and in the mm -hmm. uh, the dance segment with the dance the sequence, mm -hmm. like obviously those are like uh, outside of realism. If we did better sure. examples of that throughout the movie, and that this whole thing was through a, a certain lens of Tom's the character size, I think I would have liked it more. I think they see, were and like, I think that's why I do like it that, more because that's how it. I'm accepting. That's how I see it. Right? They didn't so that's, do yeah. enough of it for me, though. Sure, and that's fine, you know. I mean, also, I mean, like, we, we clearly don't have to like the same movie. But, like, you, you know, like, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 that's how I interpreted it, and so that's that's why I think I, I like it more, you know, than, than, than you do. So, and that's fine. Yeah, I think I could have had a lot more... Uh, thank you, darling. I, I think I could have had a, a more pleasurable watch if I understood that like this was like a through tom's narrative very unreliable narrator narrator, narrator. Mm -hmm. we've been having fun with that word the whole episode uh having fun with that i think if we had like a couple more segments that really leaned into it i think i would have enjoyed this as a whole a lot more was this your first time watching this movie no i'd seen it before oh okay
I liked it probably the same. Maybe a touch gotcha. lets this go around. I don't know. I feel like I probably didn't like it as much, and I probably saw it, saw it in a more similar light as you saw it the first time that I watched it. I feel like I actually liked it more this time because of what I read into it, right? So Fair. Yeah. I felt like um, I'm not a big Zoe Deschanel fan. Sure. I think uh, I've said, maybe not on air, but I've said before, uh, I like the show New Girl, because I really, I really like Max Greenfield, Lamore Morris, Jake Johnson, Hannah sure. Simone. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think this also, I mean, like this, this, this movie also really did uh, kind of like solidify her in her role as like, you know, quirky weird girl, you know, kind well, of thing, like, right? And she's always been kind of like put into the trope of like manic pixie dream girl, even like within like Elf right like mm -hmm. it's not her fault oh no she's put into like these sorts of like roles where she's put into like i need to be like an unobtainable like fantasy version of like what people want yeah no i get that like, actually that's not her fault i actually liked her in this one like i don't like her typically but i thought she was good in this i thought she did a good job portraying what the movie asked of her Mm -hmm. that was that was that was my take i think that again uh, you brought up manic pixie dream girl i think one of the aspects i like about this movie is that like they cast her as said manic pixie dream girl they did i think a good job making her just too much manic which is what happens mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was a little too manic and married some other dude spoiler she married some other dude Sure. Well, I mean, obviously, yeah. this entire episode is spoiler, but yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, I hope if you, <laughs> you, if you're listening to this episode, we've been talking about this fucking movie the whole time. We're gonna drop we're 40, a spoiler almost, or two. Almost fifty minutes into this episode. <laughs> yeah, this. So some slight spoilers. <gasps> spoilers. Yeah. Oops. The right, spoilers yeah. of this movie that released and when the fuck did this movie come out? Two thousand and nine. Uh, I looked yeah, it up yeah. earlier. Amazing. Yeah, I only know a that freshman. I was a freshman in high school. Jesus graduated. <laughs> yeah, I had already graduated. So, yeah. Depending on what time of the year. I might have also been in eighth grade, depending on when it was coming out. So it was either like my middle school graduation or like coming into it was my, my freshman, freshman year, year of, college, of so. high school. Yeah, I was about to graduate high school. Aging all of us very specifically. Yep, yep, yep. It's fine. Yeah, he's perfect. Yeah, no, I, I think that this I mean, this very much. I mean, I was I was not like a cool guy. Like, I definitely would not have liked the person that I was mm -hmm. at the era that like when this movie came out. And I think that like I definitely would have fallen into similar ideologies as some of the friends, honestly. I mean, like I wasn't I didn't know a lot about the dating world. I didn't know. I, I, I've mentioned before how I think I could have fallen into incel ideology if I did not end up meeting as many people right. and befriending as many people as I did in college. And so, like, I, I, I absolutely can realistically see how, like, this was very much a, like, faithful retelling of what things were like at that at, at, at that era and what sure. uh, you know dudes were like with other dudes when they were talking <laughs> about shit you know hey, yeah so, right. in the in the 2000 aughts 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. No, and I mean, I mean, like they were what young adults like they I, I'm assuming they were like supposed to be probably maybe 25, 26, 27 is like the age mm-hmm. range, I would say. So, yeah, I really did like that. This movie did specifically say like within the first minute, I got to give it some props for uh, establishing the thesis. I, I feel like the idea was put up early. Well, I feel like a lot of the movie didn't follow through with this thesis, but like when they talked about like when, when the kid was a, uh, a teenager, he watched The Graduate and completely got the wrong message. I was like, okay, okay, but mm-hmm. then they, they alluded to it later on hour. as yeah. well. I mean, they watched they they watched it. Well, no, I caught I know I I caught uh, that yeah. in the movie theater. She was crying. She's like, what was it? The movie? She's like, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, Graduate is definitely like a movie from the 60s that sure kind of did the same thing where like the protagonist takes the wrong uh, lesson the fact that he watched that movie it didn't get the like, didn't get the, the whole point of it i think is a great problem, foundation the biggest problem was he never got the right idea right like he never kind of like captured the right idea from any of the things that he watched he just kind of like picked and chose what he wanted to right yes 100 percent. and so like i think that was like kind of like the main point of the movie oh it, it was, was. Like, i think that i think that's what they were trying I to think do that was like one of the main things it's like he picked and chose what he wanted to and like that's the biggest problem is like he chose to decide that there is one person who's meant for him he gets to decide who that person is and whether or not they want to be his person, he's chosen it. Oh, for sure. And, he just and like fabricated the reality. And around. he fabricates the reality around this idea that he deserves, needs, and like has this person. And like that's again, like I said, like the main point of all of all of this is like he thinks he deserves this person because he's fabricated this whole idea and thought process and life around something that doesn't even exist. Oh, no. I That, I think, is what the movie's trying to put out. Mm-hmm. But for me, it just doesn't land. Like, it doesn't show that in a way that is effective, in my opinion. Sure. How? Because I feel like it shows it really well. I'm sorry. Like, I disagree. How how do you think it doesn't? Well, I mean, we've already kind of said on this episode how uh, a great number of many people misinterpret the Zoe Deschanel's character being like, oh, she was like... But it's only because they empathize with the other guy. It's not the narrator's issue or the issue of like, the show, in my opinion, it's people who decide to say, fuck what the show is telling me, fuck what the message actually is. I'm going to latch on to what is fuck's character. I would argue right? that if there's that much room for multiple interpretations, then that within itself means it doesn't clearly give a narrative, at least in one way or the other. If it wants to be, if it wants to be a movie that is open to multiple interpretations, that's great. I respect movies for doing well, that. Well, I don't think it the meant. I don't think it meant to be open to multiple interpretations. Is is my thing? Like, it's you don't, meant to you, be interpreted. Oh. Like, in my, I don't think they meant 
Joseph Gordon, what's his fuck's character it's to just ever Tom. be? Just, it's it, it's okay Tom. to say Tom. I just forgot his other name. I'm sorry. I don't think they ever meant for him to be like someone. I don't because we're just doing. We're the next episodes with... are Looper. I don't, <laughs> we're gonna do five episodes on Third Rock from the Sun. We're gonna do that one Batman he's in. We're gonna do. We're only doing Joseph Gordon-Levitt movies. We're gonna do Inception. Oh, I forgot he's in that. Yeah, hey, he said a lot of shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. My computer's being rude. Hold on. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, sorry, my computer's being naughty. I, I, I get what you're saying. I just didn't find that it did a great job of being like. Hey, this guy's being kind of a prick about this whole situation. I disagree. I feel like they did a really good job of making him seem like he wasn't great. And people chose to interpret it the way they wanted to because they didn't want to assume that Zoe's character was like the villain. I feel like they did a really good job at showing that Tom, Mm -hmm. there we go, yeah, Tom. I think they did a really good job at showing how Tom wasn't a good person, how oh. he wasn't someone to be like emulated or someone to like look up to or someone to like copy. I certainly felt that because way watching the entire thing. I was show, very annoyed by him so, the entire time. So much. And like you can see how he's awful and like even the expectation versus reality. I don't see how anybody could take that as something that is like oh we need to like copy this but there are unfortunately people who think that tom did no wrong and that he should have deserved zoe or should have got the girl or whatever but like she didn't want him at the end of the day she said she didn't want anything she didn't want anything that had a label on it she did not want him as like a permanent thing And he decided on himself that because she shared personal information with him that he was different. But that doesn't mean fuck all if she still doesn't want anything. It doesn't matter what you do or what you say to somebody who doesn't want a permanent fixation for a relationship. It doesn't matter if they say that you're the first person they said something to or like you share whatever hobby, like... You don't deserve them. They can still say no. And like, that's like the biggest thing is like, she still says no and she still marries somebody else, even though they have so many different quirks in common and so many other things. Like, she still gets to say no. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. She should. The guy was, honestly, I felt like Tom was annoying the entire time. Like, I don't know. I didn't get why she liked him to begin with. Yeah, he's kind of. I, I I don't felt like he. I never found he was charming to begin with. Yeah, but he's cute, and I mean, like that's the thing. I, I think, guess. You know? People well, like love everybody, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Loved him. Tom has been cuter uh-huh. in way more movies. I'm not saying this that is he's like not. fairly saying... bottom barrel of cuteness of like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But if you ask me, people still were like, "Oh, it's Joseph 
Govan Blogging. Give me, give me a 50 50. And they Joseph were like, Gordon it's let him, it. so I love him. Like, but people gave it. Give me a like, premium rush, Joseph Gordon. Because Levitt. it was the actor, people definitely sympathized with him more, I think, too. Especially because of the time, like yeah. and I think say. people are more willing to overlook a lot of the issues that we're that we're talking about because he's an attractive person. Exactly, as well, right? exactly, so and they don't see it as could... like incel things. They see it as like, oh, he's troubled or had problems or whatever because he's attractive. Right, but really, I mean, he really is just like an incel in in, in pretty in 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 pretty clothing. You, exactly. you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. he's just he's just a dressed up. He's just a dressed up, good looking incel. Is, is yeah, he's yeah. he's an incel, but in a cardigan. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which was like the the charming, cute guy of that era. You know what I mean? Like that was. That I was have a the... I have a, a cardigan and a button up shirt and a tie. Is this my cute collection? Look? Like that shit, right? Yeah. So that was that. Let's was go. Guy, so. Hey, here's a date. Let's go to the vinyl store. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. You know. So I like a lot of records. Do you like a lot of records? I noticed you listening to my Smiths on my oversized headphones. Yep, yeah, exactly. A very impractical headphone for going out. Ugh. And then also just be like, oh, she listens to the Smiths, so we're meant to be together. Like, you know how many other people listen to the Smiths? Yeah, we saw the we saw Garden State. Like, you you, yeah. you can't just be like, oh, this is my soulmate because we listen to the Smiths. They like they like this. Band I like, they must be my soulmate. It's so, so it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Which that, again goes back to the goes back to the quote from the sister. You know, just because you're in the same fucking weirdo shit. Weirdo shit. <laughs> so on that note, um, thank you very much uh, for listening in, everybody. Um, Slurp, where can everyone find you? Uh, hey, you can find me on uh, Thank Pot for Cast Cars. It's an exhaustive look at the Fast and Furious film franchise. Uh, we did an episode recently where we played a Fast and Furious board game oh. it took three hours but we promised not to uh have you listen to three hours of us playing it fair enough there we go and so yeah you can find me on twitch at uh twitch.tv slash celestia every monday through friday at three o'clock p.m pst sundays at noon i also have a merch shop with turtle which you can find at designbyhumans.com slash shop slash taterpigshop. You can also find me at twitch.tv slash turtlepigproductions or turtlepigproductions.com. That's going to do it for us this guys uh, this week. This guy's good. That's going to do it for us this, this week. Uh, thank you very much, everyone, and cheers. Cheers.